Hi, friends. This episode is sponsored by Vitae Fertility Education, which teaches the Marquette method of natural family planning online. Marquette is a high-tech method of NFP approved by the USCCB, which uses daily hormone testing to track your fertility instead of mucus checks. It's easy to use, easy to learn, and takes the guesswork out of NFP. It's a simple way to abide by Pope St. Paul VI's request for Catholic couples to use natural methods of pregnancy spacing in their marriages. If you've never heard of Marquette, go to the show notes and download their free ebook, All About Marquette, to learn more about the method and to find out if it'll be a good fit for you. Why do women choose Marquette? One, it's effective. When used correctly and under the advice of an instructor, Marquette is 99% effective for avoiding pregnancy for women in regular cycles and 98% effective while breastfeeding. Two, it's easy. Women who use Marquette simply test their hormone levels first thing in the morning, and within five minutes, you'll know whether the day is fertile or not. You can be done before thinking about taking your first sip of morning coffee. Three, it's taught by medical professionals. Only doctors and nurses can become Marquette method instructors, so you can rest assured that you're always getting advice which is backed by the research and tailored to your unique fertility history. More than a 1,000 women have chosen to learn Marquette through Vitae Fertility's online Marquette method classes. If you ever have questions about Marquette, simply head over to www.vitaefertility.com and sign up for a free, no-obligation consultation. You can find all the rest of the information in the show notes. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome to season 10 of the Abiding Together podcast. We are so excited to have you with us this season. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. We talk about our life with Christ. We talk about big things, small things, beautiful things, sorrowful things. We laugh, we cry, you'll fit right in. (laughs) You are most welcome here, so please, Grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. And welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel. And as always, I'm joined by my two dearest friends here, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. Hi, friend, dear friend. Hi, dear friend. It's so fun to be together. It is so fun to be together. And we are in the midst of filming our Advent series. So yes, last week we talked about hope. And this week we're going to talk about, in the second week of Advent, we're going to talk about St. Hildegard of Bingen, which I always want to say with an accent. I have no idea why. I know. I I really want to. (laughs) I think you should. I I think just randomly refer to in random accents. Okay, if you're going to Say it with an accent. How about you? Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh She's probably happy that we. She was happy. (laughs) Don't you think that's probably how she's happy? I think so too. Yes. So we're going to talk about Saint Hildegard, which is one of our four women doctors of the Church, um, in regard to faith. So faith in faith and praise. And I was thinking, you know what? You know, in the coming years, there's going to be a lot more women doctors. I can't help but think of Edith Stein, Mm -hmm. just other women like that. Even like Flannery O'Connor, just like Doctor Miriam. Doctor. Well, I don't know about that. You know, Doctor Doctor Heidland. Of the Highland. Of the Highland. There's so many many great women in the church. And so the clan, is that what he said? Um, So we we talked about how during our four-part series, we've had one scripture passage that guided our whole month. And this time we're going to have two. So last week we heard from Isaiah uh, chapter 61. 
But this week we're gonna go. So we're gonna go back and forth. And sorry, this hand is on my lap. It just scared me for a second. I was like, "What's my hand doing on my lap? It's very small." Yeah, all right. Tiny <laughs> hands. We yes. oh, sits downhill. Coming close are tiny. So people. I would like. To... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just wanted to offer. <laughs> we're getting a little giddy now, people. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be serious for Advent, but maybe it's maybe it's the mirth. <laughs> Advent mirth is that what it is? Frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, a myrrh. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say it sounded like she had a list like, there for a second. That's okay. okay. So I just want to share with you from the Gospel of John, uh, chapter one, and from the prologue of the Gospel of John, which is really stunningly beautiful. But we'll use this. We'll alternate between Isaiah sixty-one and the prologue of the Gospel of John. So it says the Gospel of John, chapter one, verses one to five. It says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God." And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not overcome it. Hmm. Amen, amen. Amen. So we hear the themes of in the beginning... Mm-hmm. And everything came into being through him. So we all, and just the reality, we all came into being through Christ, that his life is the light and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it and it never will. It never will. And so many times we were speaking about it, how in life it feels like the darkness is about to overcome it, but it's not. And one of the most powerful tools that the Lord has given us is the response to the deepest desire of our heart is to praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And there's a real power in that. Uh, and the faith, the recep- reception of the, re- the of the revelation of God. We talk about faith as the, the receptivity of the revelation of God and the growing of that through the praise of, through the proclamation of the truth of who God is and who we are. Um, so Heather, what about for you as we kind of look at the, at that reality and the, in the beginning was the word and faith in praise and St. Hildegard of being, and we're going to read a quote from her. Maybe if you want to read that actually for our listeners uh, about praise and how the soul arises to God and we'll jump off from there. Yeah. Just first, I wanted to say, I think it's important that, I mean, John Paul II was really good at this about going mm-hmm. back to the beginning and then the end, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to know both of those, like the beginning yeah, and the end. Yes. It's, yes. It is who God mm-hmm. is. He's yes. the alpha and the omega, although mm-hmm. he has no beginning and no end, but mm-hmm. he was, he was there, you mm-hmm. know, and for us, where is our end? It's with him forever. Mm-hmm. That's our hope. That's mm-hmm. where our hope mm-hmm. is. So I think that we have to hold that in our minds and in our hearts always. Mm-hmm. And when I think about heaven, I'm always like, like drawn to the angels that are constantly singing the praise of God, like yeah. all the time. And I'm like, we can enter into that in a, in a small way now to join them mm-hmm. in their praise. And, and it prepares our hearts for heaven. It is what we were made for. So mm-hmm. I think there's a deep connection there with like knowing deep in our souls that this is our home, that, that heaven is our home and that praise is what we're made to do for all mm-hmm. eternity. You know, so I think it just activates something like deep, deep, deep that is planted in our hearts by God. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, so here's the quote from St. Hildegard. Sometimes we hear a song, we breathe deeply and sigh. This reminds the prophet that the soul arises from heavenly harmony. In thinking about this, he was aware that the soul itself has something in itself of this music. Mm. Yeah, it's so, so true. And I think... um, 
that for me personally, that's one of the ways that I deeply connect with God is through yes. music and worship and praise. Not that it has to be associated with music all the time. Like it can just yeah, be words of yes, praise. But yes. Scripture, you know, reading scripture, like that's praise to God. Living a life well, like yeah. is also praise to God. Like there's all that. But for me personally, music is a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. And it's a way that I can quickly connect. Mm-hmm. Like I find when the darkness is coming in, music is a huge way that... I push back, mm-hmm. you know, and I and I feel like the music and the praise is helping me push back. It's like a bigger push than yes. my own little arms can mm-hmm. can do. Um, so that practice of incorporating music into my day mm-hmm. and allowing my heart to worship God, even if it's just on in the background, it changes yeah. the atmosphere. It changes mm-hmm. the atmosphere in my own heart and it changes the atmosphere in the place that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's something interesting, like even when we were breaking down this series for this, like faith and our praise, like the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. But when is there a season or time that you sing? Like Advent, you sing Christmas, Christmas Christmas carols. carols. You have a season all onto itself. Like it doesn't matter like where you've been in church, like, oh my gosh, you know, away in a manger. Like Mm -hmm. you just know, it Mm -hmm. just comes back to you. There's something about it. You know, hard to herald angels sing, whatever it is, you know. But I love this part of the quote that you read, Heather. And it says, this reminds the prophet that the soul arises from heavenly harmony. I think there's something when the, you know, and it, and it says, in thinking about this, he was aware that the soul it, itself had something in it and self of the music, like inside of the music. And for our family, we go um, oftentimes to um, our mission church, which is a predominantly black church, and they sing the Our Father, mm. but they sing it as an old, like, spiritual song, like an mm. old black spiritual and when they sing for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory at the very ends, they sing it like from the depths of their soul. And I do not think there has been a time where we sing that response at the end of our father where I do not cry because there's something powerful about how they sing it. It is like deep within their soul and it is something beautiful. It's like an anthem and a freedom. You know, it is an anthem of like that kingdom, that kingdom is coming. That kingdom is here now. It is upon us and it is coming and it is transforming us. But I think everything that has breath praises the Lord, you know, but am I praising the Lord with my breath? You know, am I praising him? And I think there's something about praise, like you was telling Heather was just saying, like it changes the atmosphere. It does. It does. It It totally changes the atmosphere. Like, and I can even tell the difference when I get into a situation where I'm just like, okay, Lord, thank you. Just start praising out loud. I'll praise you, Jesus. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It like even changes the continents of myself, mm-hmm. but it changes the atmosphere around me. Mm-hmm. And like my children can notice a difference. People can mm-hmm. notice a difference. But um, I just think that's something amazing that we can do to enter in, mm-hmm. you know. And what is it that the um, angels did when Jesus was born in the manger? Mm-hmm. They were praising. They praised him. They were praising mm-hmm. because, and we become what we praise. Amen. You know, we, we become what, what we worship. worship. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. So what are your thoughts, sister? Well, and that what praise does is it helps us order, it orders us toward eternity. Yes. That's the proper disposition of the human person and in our philosophy class, we're talking about, you know, how things, what are things becoming? Like, what is the nature of something and mm-hmm. what does it become? And our telos, like our ending. And that is the end, like in the end of the human person is to worship God, is to become one with God, where mm-hmm. you're not subsumed into something else. But it's the reality of communion with God. It's the nature to which. So praise is preparation for eternity. It's preparation for eternity. That lamentation is not eternal, but preparation for eternity is. And that reality of when we talk about Advent and we talk about the 
um, like the growing of Mary's womb. And I just can imagine just the, the song she would have sung over Jesus mm-hmm. as she prepared maybe at night, just, you know, kind of nesting and getting ready for things, maybe preparing things, even though they're going to have to travel. But all these, you can just see her maybe with like a, just a hand on her womb and just, you know, working on stuff in her house and just singing, like mm-hmm. singing over him and just the gentleness of her voice that we know as children in the womb can they they hear the mother's voice. They hear the the vibrations of her voice. They know the soothing calm and just the just the hormones that would have flooded Christ's body in the womb of of peace and security and rest and and praise and glory. And she would have sung her Magnificat not just once to Elizabeth, but she would have sung it over and over and mm, over again, yeah. over again. And all of us have a Magnificat. All of us do our own personal voice that gives praise to God. That's the truth of who He is and the truth of who we are. And to be able to sing, so to speak, either literally or figuratively, our Magnificat on a regular basis, it reminds us of who God is and who we are. Mm-hmm. And mysteriously, in a in a unique way, God is dwelling within us. That's mm-hmm. the promise, yeah, yes. right? Yeah. I mean, so think oh, about yeah. praising God, as you were saying, like Mary just putting her hands on her womb. And yeah. for us, too, like to just know that Jesus is dwelling here with yeah. us, mm-hmm. like in this humble, <laughs> like, place that God is here to. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, like the the breathing, the breath that God gave us mm-hmm. to breathe, to worship him. Like, mm-hmm. there's something that is so, so key mm-hmm. to this, the way that David prays. Like, this isn't just like a charismatic no. thing. It's like, oh, oh that's no, not for no, me. No. You know, no, yeah. it's for everybody. This is how our hearts were made. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's worthy of our praise. It's not because he, like, has a complex and he's like, come on, like, give yes. me some affirmations, yeah. <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. This is what our hearts were made for mm-hmm. because he is the one that we're longing for. Mm-hmm. So I think even just to pray um, the name of Jesus. Like when we're Mm -hmm. feeling the darkness around us, we're talking about the atmosphere, Mm -hmm. the atmosphere of darkness, which is at times palpable, I think, for many of us in our lives. Um, To be able to just praise the name of Jesus if we don't know what else to say or to put music on that's worship music where we we aren't even the ones saying it, but somebody else is praying it Mm -hmm. for us and we're just in agreement with it, you Mm -hmm. know, because sometimes it's too hard. But... um, yeah, I think that's where we need to go more often than not. You know, I think we it's easier to go to complaining mm-hmm. or it's easier oh, to go gosh. into despairing, you know, rather than to go, I am going to put my foot down, like just like Our Lady did to crush the, the serpent's head. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. put my foot down and I'm going to just put my eyes on Jesus mm-hmm. again, you know. And I think there is like, even I love, one of the things I love about Hildegard is just how she even viewed the world, like nature and creation. And she was such a holistic person, Mm -hmm. like really prophetic before her time and prolific before her time, like where she wasn't like someone, like a Renaissance woman. She was medicine. She was art. She was a scholar. She was a preacher. She was all of these different things. And I love this quote. And it says, the fire has its flame and praises God. The wind blows the flame and praises God. In the voice, we hear the word which praises God and the word which when heard praises God. So all of creation is a song of praise to God. And I love that. And I think there's been something about this season um, that I've taken a step back to a lot of different external things. So I've noticed a lot of things in my ordinary, like where they are. And if you go with me, I probably walk every day, you know, and I usually do like a certain route and it's towards the water and everything. But we have geese, we have birds, like sister can attest to, like all these different things. And I love listening to like the geese, like, and 
every time we walk in the, the morning. Canadian geese? They're Canadian geese. They came and see, see me. They can get they can actually get to me. Oh yes. They can actually get to me. And so okay. <laughs> I'm visiting me. They can come. I'm gonna send little messages on their feet next Seriously, time. Seriously, <laughs> you should. We have little carrier pigeons, Canadian geese. Okay. And so but I laugh every time because they'll be like, you know, doing their little thing in the Canadian like I always think everything that has breath praises the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like this is their view, like to the creator. Everything mm-hmm. that has breath. And it was so funny, my husband and I were walking right before Hurricane Ida hit. And then we're walking and all of a sudden I stop. I'm like, I cannot hear the birds. Where are the birds? Chris is like, okay, Disney character. Like, where's the bird? He's like, honey, they left because they can smell. Like, but it was so, I just think there's something so amazing about nature. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's something about, and Mm -hmm. that they, we are all ordered. All creation's ordered to praise the creator. Everything. And so do we take notice of how the creator is inviting us into a Mm -hmm. song of praise mm-hmm. you know and i love it it is in what is it in zephaniah or zachariah zephaniah like he sings a song over us yeah zephaniah so, zephaniah like the mm-hmm. lord is always singing a song over mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. so what is the lord singing a song over us right now during advent mm-hmm. there's a certain song that he is singing to us over us mm-hmm. and like and then what is our response to him mm-hmm. which it's, builds our faith which yeah. builds our faith it's a song of thanksgiving it's a song of praise but it's a mutual love song yeah. back and forth to one another and that's what's the faith journey is it's a mutual dance, it's a mutual love song between us and our creator, you know. And when we look through it in that lens, there's something about that, you know. You see life through a different lens of mm-hmm. like a response to love. Yeah. And what you're talking about, like some people might be like, what are you talking about? I think you're talking about a, a love that's matured. Yes. You know, yes. like where intimacy has grown. Yes. And you have to start somewhere. It usually doesn't start out that way of like a deep intimacy. So, you know, for some people, if they're like, oh, I'm not there yet. Like this is way too much for me. Like to just know that it's in the little things, like oh, yeah. to get to know the Lord for who he is. He's a person, you know, oh, he, absolutely. he has a heart, like he has uh, love that he wants to pour out for us. So it's mm-hmm. like, who is he and what does he want to say to you? Mm-hmm. And to just begin so, there. And and like you said, it's oh, yeah. it's mutual. Like he wants to talk to us, but we also need to talk to him too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's where it begins. And for those of us who have been journeying with the Lord for a while, it's like that love needs to mature. Oh, absolutely. And we need to go deeper and we need to open our hearts wider. You know, we need to become mm. more vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, expose ourselves more to his love that purifies, you know, mm-hmm. and heals and restores and sets mm-hmm. us free. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about that. One of the lovely ladies on our set today loves the song, Do You Hear What I Hear? You know, the Christmas song. And sometimes it's hard to hear what God hears because we can't hear. Yes. And I have a friend who's mentoring these two younger women and the two younger women are roommates and they're, they decided to do a media fast. And so she was telling me that their their adventures that they're telling her now that they're doing a media fest. And they what went they out can hear? Yeah. What they went out for a long walk and they came back and they were telling her, like, Did you hear the birds today? They were amazing. Yes, and just that's like, what I'm talking about. Yes. yes. And and my friend was laughing. She's like, Y'all would have never heard that if you would went on your phones the whole time. Like so the the young people <gasps> oh, are yeah. just noticing just a, a simple media fast of what they were missing, but they weren't hearing. And I think that's a special invitation for us at Advent in this penitential season, mm-hmm. in this time of quiet to, to ask the Lord, Lord, tell me what I'm not hearing. Help me, help me open my heart so I can mm-hmm. hear the silence, not only just auditorily, but in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like how many things is God saying to me about him and about myself and about life that I just can't even hear because I have something else that's overshadowing his voice. Mm-hmm. That's too much chatter mm-hmm. or this distraction. Um, and what, what is the Lord trying to, trying to say to me that I, I just can't hear it mm-hmm. because it's too noisy. It's just too noisy. And then my response is not one of praise. It's either so, it's something totally different because yeah. I can't hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's great. That's such a good reflection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm always wondering, you know, like, what are the ways um, that we do this in our own lives? Like, what what do you find are easy ways for you to enter into praise of God? I think for me, like looking for different titles of the Lord, you know, like looking for different titles like Jehovah Jireh, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it is the God that provides. Like you can look at it. You could even Google titles of God, titles Mm -hmm. of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like what, where do I need Jesus to be right now? Mm -hmm. Like for me, like Jehovah Jireh, I need a God that's going to provide right now. Mm -hmm. So please be that. Or for like a certain times for Jesus, I need you to be Emmanuel. I need you to be close with me. You know, or Prince of Peace. I need peace in my life. To look for the titles or something when you call someone certain names. Like when mm. I call you like a nickname, like I always call Sister Miriam Rose of Sharon. Yeah, you know, there's something nice. about, but it's endearing when, like yes. when you call someone like, so I almost mm. feel like the same way when I call Jesus Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Like come closer. Mm-hmm. It's almost mm-hmm. like that little call sign. Come closer. Mm-hmm. I need you to come closer. Mm-hmm. You know, like what you would do almost to a spouse. Come here, honey. Mm-hmm. You know, closer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one for me is the titles of God and Jesus just to say out loud. You know, what about you, sister? For me, it's it really is a lot of just utter silence and interior contemplation mm-hmm. where I just, in my own heart, just close my eyes and I just close my heart to everything outside and just go within with the Lord and I'm just captivated by His beauty. Mm-hmm. And I just, it just comes out of my heart like, you're so beautiful. Like you're so you're so lovely, you're so beautiful, and I I love you so much. I, and it's just, it's it, it's not. I mean, it's something that I do in the morning, but it happens to me throughout the day, mm-hmm. where it's this inner interior contemplation of his, of his immense loveliness and just his immense goodness, and I can't help but praise him. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's it's in the inner room. It's in the in the inner secret silence. garden. Yes. Yeah, that I really find him there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about for you, Heather? Is it music that is yeah, your... music is, and I would mm-hmm. say secondarily, like I really have tried to cultivate um, some space in my day to savor and to allow myself to be struck by beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. to just have like one eye, one ear kind of open, like to beauty and to being struck by the goodness of God, because it is in those moments that I can't help it. Oh, you know, yes. be like, yes. oh Lord, mm-hmm. thank you. Like, and it just does the same for me. Like it just comes out of my mouth. Like yes. when I look outside at the mountains, we have this gorgeous view of yes, the mountains and I'm like, yeah, you oh, do. Lord, like you've just outdone yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know. Like, yeah. Just so good. But, yeah. but yeah, to allow those things to soak in, to not let them pass me mm-hmm. by. I think for a long time I, I would let them pass me by or I had my head down or I wasn't looking, you know, like for it. But you can, you can learn like the discipline of, of like, allowing yourself to be struck by it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's another one for me. But I think there's something when you were saying, Sister, about, and I think we touched upon it in Lent. I think Claire did a great job with the book, This Present Paradise, mm-hmm. about this inner dwelling place for the Trinity in your soul. Yeah. And I think there's something about when you allow yourself to really enter into silence yeah. and that inner place, you almost crave it if yeah. you do not have it. Yeah. You know, like we've been on a crazy schedule recording. Like I can feel my soul because I haven't had that quietness that mm-hmm. I usually have. It's like, you know, really fill me mm-hmm. up or to mm-hmm. just have peace within my um, own self. Like I can feel the difference when I've had it mm-hmm. when the day or because I, I crave it. But I realize like it doesn't have to be a perfect place anymore. Mm-hmm. I can do it anywhere, but there's something about it when it's cultivated, oh, yes. you know, over and over. Like I yearn for it, mm-hmm. you know, when I haven't had it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's this presence expanding in our souls, you know, and that's what he's trying to do this Advent season is by our allowing him and our, you know, come into his, his presence in our soul, our soul expands. And then we long for him even more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And amen. There's so many good nuggets there that I I want to continue to ponder as we can conclude our episode today and dive into the second week of Advent of 
faith and the praise that builds our faith and the revelation of, of who God is. Mm. So Michelle, what what is your one thing for the week? My one thing is that um, I love the song, and we've talked about it before, but going with breath and going with Christmas songs, but Breath of Heaven by Amy Grant. Oh, that is a lovely one. I just love that song. Breath of Heaven, Hold Me Together. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's just everything about that and just the whole journey of Mary in that song. You know, Amy Grant Christmas, that's a good little Christmas album. You know, Mm -hmm. and so that is my one thing. Mm -hmm. My one thing, I know it has been one of our one things in the past, but it's a good one that I'm using quite a bit. And I think maybe if people have forgotten or don't have it, it's Deliverance Prayers for Use by the Lady. It's a book. Oh, y'all, my copy is Weather. It's a book by Father Chad Ripperger, and you can get it on Amazon or probably at your Catholic local bookstore Mm -hmm. or something like that. So um, that's a good one. And I really like it. Like if you feel like you need to do some spiritual warfare, this is a throwdown. Like these Mm -hmm. prayers are, are really, really heavy duty mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i was actually in the houston airport with my that copy on kindle praying those prayers the other day i was like i need to throw some stuff down so i was like yeah. looking at the table of contents i just just standing i'm like who knew right i'm just standing there and like to the pillar praying deliverance prayers i love yeah. that book yeah and i've prayed them for people like an in intercession oh. for people yes. and mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's so really good, good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, sister, how about you? So I wanted to just share with my one thing is something that I came across, but this was given to Michelle at from Given, and it's by a woman named is it Nicole Amalu? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, probably I'm sorry, Nicole, if you listen, I'm sorry, I probably butchered your name. I, I'm sorry, I apologize, but I love this litany of self love and this the litany of allowing Christ to speak over the truth of who we are, mm-hmm. and a- allowing any wounds to come to the surface, and then choosing to trust in Jesus. So if it's okay with you guys, uh, could I just pray this for us? I and so beautiful. there's just two responses. And the first is deliver me, Jesus. And then the next, or, deliver me, Jesus. There's three. Deliver me, Jesus. Be with me, Jesus. And Jesus, I trust in you. And I will I will um, guide you through that. So sure. the, the first response is, is deliver me, Jesus. So let's just go into that. In the name of the mm-hmm. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So Lord, we ask you to be with us today. We ask you to bring our hearts to be open towards you that you would speak your love into these places, that you would elicit a beautiful song of praise, our own Magnificat, and just allow our hearts to be free to praise you in the truth of who you are and who we are. So the response is, deliver me, Jesus. From the pain of self-hatred, deliver me, Jesus. From a negative view of my body and self, deliver me, Jesus. From disbelief in your love for me, deliver me, Jesus. From doubting that I was created good, deliver me, Jesus. From believing that I am a burden, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire to be completely self-reliant, deliver me, Jesus. From negative self-talk and internal dialogue, deliver me, Jesus. From the demands of perfectionism, deliver me, Jesus. From my own unattainable expectations, deliver me, Jesus. From the pull to neglect my bodily needs, deliver me, Jesus. From excessive aesthetic practices that you are not asking of me, deliver me, Jesus. From the denial of comforts that would draw me closer to you, deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation to harm myself bodily, emotionally, or spiritually, deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation to work without rest, deliver me, Jesus. And now the responses be with me, Jesus. When I doubt your love for me, be with me, Jesus. When I want to hide from your love, be, be with, with me, Jesus. When I doubt that you want my good, be, be with, with me, Jesus. When I despise myself, be, be with me, Jesus. When I engage in intentional self-harm, be, be with, with me, Jesus. When I cannot escape my own self-criticism, be, be with, with me, Jesus. When I get disconnected from my own self and lost in disassociation, be with me, Jesus. When I numb my pain in unhealthy ways, be, be with, with me, Jesus. When I avoid healthy self-care, 
Be with me, Jesus. When I neglect my own needs. Be with me, Jesus. And now the response is, Jesus, I trust in you, that I am your beloved daughter or son. Jesus, I trust in you. That I was created in your image and likeness. Jesus, I trust in you. That you are wildly in love with me. Jesus, I trust in you. That you desire my good. Jesus, I trust in you. That you will fulfill my good desires. Jesus, I trust in you. That I am worthy of care and attention. Jesus, I trust in you. That I am worthy of rest. Jesus, I trust in you. That I am worthy of food and nourishment. Jesus, I trust in you. That I am worthy of the care and love that I extend to others. Jesus, I trust in you. That you want me to will my own good. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, we thank you for your love for us, and we ask that you would heal us and bless us. Reveal to us who you truly are and who we are in you. We thank you for being the light that never, never is extinguished, that the darkness cannot overcome. Lord, and with you and in, in you and through you, we can do all things. And we thank you and we praise you, Jesus, in your holy name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us, dear friends. We will continue our series on Advent next week. So until then, we'll be abiding together. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, transcripts, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints on our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Abiding Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content to you. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through a website called Patreon, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as short videos, recipes, playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information about Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. Thank you and God bless you.